السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ Well, I'm glad you are at least thinking about it because if you think about it, then you have more questions and only when you think about something can you really understand it. Many times, you know, we hear about certain rulings and we just hear them, we write them and that's it. But when something lingers on in our mind, then we pay more attention to it. And when we pay more attention to it, inshallah, we will learn it better. So take this confusion positively also. نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري واحلل عقدة من لساني يفقه قولي اللهم اهد قلبي وسدد لساني واسلل سخيمة قلبي آمين يا رب العالمين So inshallah today we will briefly recap what we learned last week and then I'm going to present to you some scenarios some situations in which you may forget to do something that's important in salah. And then we're going to discuss about how to fix that and when to perform sajdatu sahu. Okay? So a quick recap of what we learned about sajdatu sahu. Remember that sajdatu sahu is to be done in three cases. In the case of ziyada, in the case of naqs, or in the case of shak. When it comes to ziyada, ziyada is to add something to the prayer. And this is of course... Adding something by mistake. If you add something deliberately on purpose, then that would invalidate the prayer. But if you add something out of forgetfulness, because of a mistake, you didn't realize and you got up for your fifth rakah, you didn't realize and you performed a third sajda, right? So this is to add something in salah due to forgetfulness. So for that, what do we have to do? We have to do sajdatu sahu when? After the salam. Alright, the second case is of naqs. Naqs is to reduce something, meaning something that you're supposed to perform in salah, you forget to perform it. So this is naqs, forgetting to perform something in salah. And this could be of three types. One is naqs of a rukun. Rukun is an essential component of prayer. So if you forget to do that, then what does it mean? You have to perform that rukun because it's an essential part of the prayer. You have to perform that rukun and you have to do sajdatu sahu. Right? So you have to do two things over here. Perform what you missed. Alright? Because it's an essential of prayer. And secondly, because you forgot to perform it at its right time, at its right place, this is why you also have to do sajdatu sahu. Naqs of a wajib. Wajib is an obligatory part of the prayer. But if you forget to perform it, then you don't have to go back and perform that component of prayer. All you need to do is, you just do sajdatu sahu. We will look at some examples. The third type of naqs is naqs of a sunnah. Alright? Meaning naqs of a part of the prayer which is not a requirement. Alright, it's not an essential of prayer, it's not an obligatory part of the prayer, but it is best to perform it. And if you forgot to perform it, then what do you do? Better for you to do sajdatu sahu, but it's not necessary. So one thing you could add to your notes is that in some situations, sajdatu sahu is wajib. And in some situations, it is a sunnah. When is sajdatu sahu wajib? In the case of 
For example, missing a rukun or missing a wajib of salah. And when is it mustahab to perform sajda to sahu? When you forget a sunnah. The third reason is shak, shak as in you are in doubt about a certain part of prayer. You're not sure as to whether you performed it or not. You're in confusion. This could be of two types. The first type is that you think that one is more likely. You're leaning more towards the fact that you did perform something or you didn't perform something. Remember we discussed 60-40? So in that situation, you go ahead with what you think and you do sajdatu sahu after salam. The other situation of shak is that you are really not sure. You are in complete doubt. You think you may have performed, for example, the second sajda, and you also think that you may not have performed it. You're totally confused. So in that situation, you will go with what is less, because that is definite. So for example, you're not sure if you performed the second sajda or not, all right? and you're totally confused. So what is definite is that you did perform the first sajda, right? You're unsure about the second sajda. So in that situation, what are you going to do? You're going to perform a sajda. Why? To do your second one, because you're not sure if you did it or not. So in that case, you will go with the lesser amount, and then of course there is sajda to sahu before the salam. Now, when it comes to sajda to sahu before the salam or after the salam, all right, in general... In general, the rule that many scholars have given is that if you have missed a part of the prayer, you're talking about naqs. In the case of naqs, you missed a part of the prayer. You will perform it if necessary, and the sajdatu sahab will be before the salam. In the case of naqs, in general. But if you added something to the prayer, then the sajda to sahab will be after the salam. But remember that this is not a hard and fast rule, which is why in some cases you will find that, for example, you'll read a fatwa about an issue regarding missing something in prayer, and they will say sajda to sahab after salam. So this is a general guideline that in the case of naqs, sajda to sahab is before. In the case of ziyada, sajda to sahab is after. But you do find different opinions also. So for example, if you forgot to do sajda to sahu, can that happen? Like for example, you made up the, let's say you missed the second sajda, you made it up, and then you were supposed to do sajda to sahu, but you forgot. Then what are you going to do? You're going to do sajda to sahu after the salam, of course. Isn't it? You missed two rak'at. You didn't realize until after the salam. So of course you're doing your sajdat sahu after you have completed the prayer. Okay, So this is the general rule, but remember that there are different opinions amongst the scholars. Now let's look at some scenarios. So I have four things over here. First is the sahu, meaning the issue or the mistake that you have made or what you have forgotten in salah. The second thing is you're going to diagnose that, that what kind of sahu is it? Is it a naqs? Is it a ziyada? Is it a shak? What kind of a mistake is this? The third issue is that when do you remember that sahu? Did you remember it after the salah? Did you remember it sometime during the salah? And then based on that, what are you supposed to do? How are you supposed to correct your prayer? And then the last issue is that when are you going to perform the sajda to sahu? 
Okay? So is this clear? What we're discussing here? Now the first issue, first example is that you forgot your second sajda in the first rak'ah. Don't be busy reading. Listen first, try to understand, and then at the end copy it down. I want your full attention on the problem that we're discussing. So the problem is that you forgot your second sajda in the first rak'ah. Now tell me something. The second sajda in the first rak'ah, what kind of an action of prayer is it? Is it a rukun? Is it a wajib? Is it sunnah? It's a rukun. What does that mean? It's an essential component of prayer. Right? Meaning you must perform it. So this means that you're not just going to leave it till the end, or oh, I'll worry about it at the end of the prayer, I'll do sajda to sahu. No, you have to do something right now. Okay? Because it's an essential component of prayer. Now, what if you remember that you forgot your second sajda, okay, at the end of the prayer? At the end of the prayer. In the final tashahud, what are you going to do? The thing is, that you forgot an essential component of a rakah. Correct? Which means that without that essential component, your rakah is incomplete, it's invalid. So there are two opinions about this. Some scholars say that you have to do your whole rakah all over again. You missed an essential of the rakah, that rakah doesn't count. So what do you have to do? The entire rakah. Another scholar said that no, you don't have to do the entire rakah. You just perform what you missed. So you just do the sajda. That's it. Now, the salah was not performed the way it should have been. There was a mistake in there. You forgot something. So first you fixed it. Now the second issue is that you have to do sajda to sahu. So when do you do sajda to sahu? When do you do it? Before the salam. Because this is a case of naqs. But what if you remembered that you forgot to do your sajda? In as soon as you got up for your second rakah. You understand what's happening? You performed your sajda, your first sajda. And instead of sitting up and then doing your second sajda, what did you do? You got up. And as you got up, you're like, wait, I was supposed to sit down. I was supposed to do another sajda here. Happens? Okay. So then what are you going to do? You are going to go back. Okay? You're going to go back. Now in this case, because you missed the sitting position also, what are you going to do? You're going to sit down. You're going to do your second sajda. You're going to get up. Can somebody demonstrate that? So let's say he is... Can you go into sajda? This is his first sajda in the first rakah. Now stand up. He stood up for his second rakah and he realized... I was supposed to sit down. What are you going to do? You're in the middle of Surah Al-Fatiha. He just said, اِهْدِنَا الصَّلَاةُ الْمُسْتَقِيمُ He's going to sit down. You're going to say, رَبِّ غْفِرْلِي Do your sajda, second sajda, get up. Now, fast forward to the end of the prayer. Now, he started his second rakah, he did his third rakah, he did his fourth rakah, and then he's sitting. He's doing his tashahud. Okay, you finished your tashahud, your du'as. What are you going to do now? Sajda to sahu, alright, to sajda to sahu, and then salam. Clear? Of course, sajda to sahu is not just one sajda, it's sajdatain. 
Okay? Sajda thain, it's two sajdas. Okay. Clear? That is when you know it's exactly, you know that that's what I didn't. But if you just have a shock that I'm not sure, okay, I'm going to do the same thing? Exactly. Okay. If you're not sure, you're confused. As you got up, you're confused. You're going to do the same thing. Okay? One is that you're like, no, no, I'm pretty sure I did it. Of course I did. This is just what's supposed to have shaitan. Then you're going to carry on. But if you have a reason to believe that you may have forgotten your second sajda, then in that case, you're going to go back, do exactly what he did, sit down, do your sajda, get up, and then do sajda sahu at the end. Alright, another scenario. You forgot to recite a surah after surah al-Fatiha. You did ameen, you said ameen, and you went straight into rukur. You were in a rush to complete your prayer. This is your first rakah. You said ameen in rukur. And as you're in rukur, you're like, I did not recite a surah. So now what? What kind of a sahu is this? Naqs of a sunnah. Right? Remember, it's not wajib, it's not of the arkanu salah to recite a surah after fatiha. Correct? Okay. So, and you remember this in your ruku. So what do you have to do? Nothing. You just carry on with your prayer. Is there sajdat al-sahu for that? Is there sajdat al-sahu for that? It's not wajib, but it is mustahab. It would be better for you to do it. But if you didn't do it, there's no harm. Clear? Next issue. You stood up in fifth rak'ah. Okay? You're performing zuhur salah. In the fourth rak'ah, okay, sit in tashahud. This is supposed to be his fourth rak'ah, which means that he's supposed to say salam. But he says, Ashadu an la ilaha illallah. Alright? He says it's the shahud and he gets up in his fifth rak'ah. Because in his mind, he's getting up for the third rak'ah. So now, one situation is that as soon as he gets up, he's reciting Surah Al-Fatiha. Alright? He realizes, wait, I already did my fourth rak'ah. I already did my third rak'ah. So now what is he gonna do? Sit back down immediately. Go back into his tashahud position. Complete your tashahud. Alright? And because he added something to the prayer, okay, say the salam. And then do two sajdas. And then salam again. Sajdatu sahu is when? After salam. Okay. Now, what if, let's say, what if he did a fifth rakah? Okay? Okay, let's say he stood up for his fifth rakah. And now he's sitting in tashahud. He completed the entire rakah. Did his rukur, his sajdas. He's sitting in tashahud. Said the salam. And then he's thinking, did I do five rakah or four rakah? I think I did five. Oh my God. What am I supposed to do? So he's thinking now. What is he gonna do? He's just gonna do sajdatu sahud. After salam. Because you see, he finished the prayer. Okay? He finished his prayer. After salam, he realized that he performed five rakat instead of four. So now what does he have to do? Only sajdatu sahu. Say Allahu Akbar into sajda. Allahu Akbar, sit up. Allahu Akbar, sajda. Allahu Akbar and salam. Is it clear? Okay. Another scenario. 
What if you're in rukur and instead of saying Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim, you say Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la? Can that happen? It can happen. You're so lost in your thoughts. It can happen. You're a human being. That all of a sudden, you know, as you say Al-A'la, oh, Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim, I was supposed to say. Okay. Now, you're technically not supposed to say Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la in Rukur. This is a ziyada. Okay, on the one hand, it's both. It's ziyada and naqs. Ziyada in the sense that you're saying something you're not supposed to say, and naqs because you are not saying something that you're supposed to say. Now, you remember this in rukur. Meaning, as you said, subhana rabbi al-a'la, immediately you realize, no, I'm supposed to say subhana rabbi al-azim. So what are you going to do? You're just going to say subhana rabbi al-azim. Okay? We're just gonna say Subhana Rabbi Al-Azim. Alright? And then, there's no sajdatul sahur required for this. Now, what if you realized later? Much later. I mean, you can't go back and do it. Again, it's, the scholars said that these are wordings of salah, and they're not like the arkan of salah. Some consider them to be of the arkan, and some do not consider them to be arkan. So you don't have to worry about it. There's no sajdatul sahab for that. Another situation is that you forgot to recite qunut in witr. And this is a naqs of a sunnah. And you remember in sajda. You go into sajda and you're like, I was supposed to say qunut. And I was going to say all those duas and I forgot. So now what? What do you have to do? Nothing. Is there any sajdatul sahu? Is there? You can do it. You can. It's better for you. But do you have to? No. It's not wajib. It is mustahab. You are getting up from the third rakah. You're getting up after completing your third rakah. Meaning you are in your sajda and you're supposed to stand up. Instead of standing up, you sit for tashahud. This is his Second sajda in third rakar. What is he supposed to do? Stand up in his fourth rakar and recite Surah Al-Fatiha. But instead of doing that, he sits in tashahud. Thinking that this is a second rakar. Okay? Now what happens? As he's saying the tashahud, he realizes, no, no, I'm supposed to stand up. So what is he going to do? He's in the middle of saying the tashahud. What is he going to do? He's just going to stand up. So stand up. So he remembered during the tashahud. He realized his mistake during the tashahud. So he's going to stand up immediately. He's going to complete his prayer. Alright? And then say sajdatu sahu after the salam. Now, what if he remembers much later? Much later. That he did an extra tashahud. What is he going to do? Nothing. He's just going to carry on with his salah. Right? And then there's just going to be sajdatu sahu after the salah. Another is, this is his second sajda. He's supposed to stand up, but he sits. And then he goes into sajda again. Third sajda. Now there's three sajdas. Can it happen? Does it happen? Okay. Now during the sajda, he realizes... Oh, no, I've already done my second sajda. So what is he going to do? He's just going to stand up. Okay? 
and continue with his prayer. And he's just going to do sajdatu sahu after the salam. Clear? Another situation is that you're getting up from rukur, you're supposed to say, Samiallahu liman hamida, but instead you say, Allahu akbar. Does that happen? You're just so used to saying, Allahu akbar, Allahu akbar. As you're getting up from your rukur, you say, Allahu akbar, by mistake. So this is a naqs of wajib, and you realize as you're getting up, you say, Allah, liman hamida. That can happen, right? So then, remember that saying, Samiallahu liman hamida, is a wajib. It's an obligatory component of prayer. So then you're just gonna say your sajdatu sahu before the salam. In the second rakah, you forget to sit. Remember we did the hadith about that? The Prophet wasallam also forgot to do it. So then, what do you do? You don't have to perform it. Because it's not a rukun of salah, it is of the wajibat. And remember that wajibat, you don't have to make them up. You only do sajdatu sahu. Rukun, you have to perform. Either you go back to that position and perform it, or you perform it at the end of the prayer, meaning you perform it in entire rakah. Alright? That's the case of rukun. But in the case of wajib, you don't have to perform it, you just do sajdatu sahu at the end. Alright?